My name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm still blind. Hey, everybody, and fortunately, actually, no, totally fortunately, I'm still disabled, and I am Hamad Zaidi. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. Hey, I say fortunately because the parking is great. There's so <laughs> many people. There's so many people in Los Angeles, man. When I see that blue sign, I'm like, that's me. <laughs> I hear you. That must be, uh, you know, it must be like, you know, like the light lining up around the handicap spot, you know, like. Oh, my God. It's so true. And, you know, the places that it really helps me, it helps me everywhere. But I've had UCLA season tickets for close to 25 years now. Yeah. And like 23-ish years or so. And it really helps, man, at the Rose Bowl because that place holds like 92,000 people. Whew. So that, that helps. Hey, that UCLA's going to have a fun uh, basketball season this year, right? They got Oh, my God. You, you guys, it's going to be awesome. Man. I cannot wait, man. I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. Nice, nice. Very cool. Yeah. So another fun thing, I was telling you uh, as I was walking my dog a few hours ago as we were setting these podcasts up, I told you that I've had so many culture class situations growing up. Yeah. So I wanted to like run into a, you know, do a couple of them. Yeah, absolutely. So here's a fun one for you. Let me just start by saying that growing up, we had so many Pakistani relatives living with us mm. over the years, right? Mm. And when I say living with us, I mean, they would say they're visiting. <laughs> okay. To me, a visit's like, hey, man, we want to come spend a week or two weeks or maybe even like a month or even a summer, right? If, if it's like your niece or nephew and you're really close to them, you're like, yeah, spend the summer. Right. This wasn't that, dude. The shortest one was five or six months. Mm. And the longest one was 10 years. Was that like your cousin or whatever? The one that lived with you? What? Or, my cousin was eight years. Eight, okay. And, and then my uncle was 10 years. Okay, okay. So when I was younger, a lot younger, I was a lot more shy than I am now. Okay. Um, in high school, I wasn't shy at all. But when I was young, I was fairly shy. Mm. Right. And so it took me years, literally, to tell this girl that I grew up with that I liked her. Mm. Right? And she lived around two, three blocks down the street. She lived around the corner. And so one day I finally told her, I'm like, you know, I kind of like you. And she's like, yeah, I know. You've liked me for a long time. You never said a word, right? Yeah. So then I, I saw my, my window opening, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I said, hey, let's go down to McDonald's and get a drink, right? Yeah. So we walk to McDonald's. Halfway to McDonald's, she actually holds my hand. Nice. Man, I'm thinking... I'm seeing wedding bells. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm only like 11 years old, but I'm like 11 or 12. And I'm like, this is heaven. This is awesome. I'm going to impress this girl. I'm going to get Dr. Peppers. And the best part is I had an outside shot of either getting a free Dr. Pepper or getting a free refill because my aunt who was one of the people visiting us from Pakistan, mm. she took a part-time job at McDonald's wiping down tables. Okay. Not because she needed the money. She was on vacation just because she kind of wanted to really feel American culture. Yeah. And it was a really interesting time to be in Kansas because it was 1980 
And that was, you know, not only was that the year that the Iran hostage crisis was going on, which, you know, caused its own issues for me. <laughs> right. But it was also the year the Royals went to their first World Series. Right? Nice. So Kansas City was a buzz. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling all proud. I'm all happy. This girl's holding my hand. I'm at McDonald's. And we get up. You know, we stand in line. We're still holding hands. It's our turn to order. And Jenny speaks to the person behind the counter. And she's like, I'm going to let my man order. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that funny? Yeah. So here's the one thing about me that I know I've mentioned in other podcasts. When I get nervous or excited, my disabled arm, my left arm, hooks into my chest. Yeah. Right? So, man, when she called me her man, my left arm just flung up right. and just right in my chest, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I can't F this up. I've got to be cool. It's got to be great. And so I cleared my throat, and I'm like, two large Dr. Peppers, please. Right? Yeah. And the lady behind the counter, the girl behind the counter, she's a teenager. She looked at us, and she goes, I'm really sorry. We're out of Dr. Pepper. So... I didn't let my world collapse because everyone knows how much I love DP, right? So, but I didn't want to be middle of the road and just say, ah, let's give me a Coke because everyone says that. Right, right, right. So I'm like, you don't have Dr. Pepper? All right, make it two root beers, right? Yeah. I start taking my like $2 out of my pocket, right? Yep. Trying to look cool. Try, and you know what's funny is I don't know why I remember this detail right now because I was such a kid back then. Yeah. But for some reason, I think my mom stuck the $2 in my left jeans pocket, not my right one. Oh, no. So I kind of had to cross over my body to get the money. Right. So I was already looking like an idiot anyway, right? So I'm trying to fish this money out of my left pocket because my my left arm doesn't work, right? So as I pull the $2 out, just as I'm turning around, to pay the woman, to pay the girl at the counter? Yeah. Dude, I look up, and my aunt is in my face, and she yells. She goes like, no beer! And she slaps me across the face as hard as she can. Dude, she slapped me so effing hard. And first of all, I started tearing, but I wasn't crying from, like, pain, although I was really in pain. I was crying because, like, Jennifer, Jenny started laughing at me. Like, I, I took me my whole childhood to get this girl to, like, go to McDonald's with me. Right, right. Right? And I'm there with her getting her a, a, a root beer. And then my aunt slaps me, and she's like, no beer! So when I collect myself, I'm like, you know, auntie, auntie, no, no, no. I was trying to tell her root beer is not beer. Right. And as I'm trying to say root beer is not beer, she slaps me again, man. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> at that point, at that point, the uh, the manager of the store came out and he's like, "What's going on?" Right? But he liked her a lot. Right? Yeah. Now, now, uh, just to interject this, you we're, you were saying before she didn't really speak too much English. So was that part in English, or was she talking to you and or do? No, no, no. She said no beer in English. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, to be, I'm glad you brought that up. To be honest, it was. No beer in English, and then there was f bomb, f bomb, f bomb, <laughs> and you know, shit and c word and a hole, all in Urdu, 
and then no beer again in English. Yeah. Right? That's what it was. Nice. <laughs> so this manager comes running out and he's like, What's going on? And I, I didn't want her to get fired. Right. right? So right. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's my aunt. She just has a misunderstanding about root beer. Yeah. And then he kind of chuckled and he goes, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. She lives with us. She's my aunt. Right? Yeah. And so it's kind of funny, huh? Oh, man. That is... <laughs> All right. So what, ha- what happened with Jenny after that? Did she walk home alone? Like, did you have the a walk no, of no. shame? Jenny and I were still buddies. Okay. You know, we were still, we didn't date ever. That kind of ruined it. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I tried to date her again, like, you know, like three, four years later in high school. Yeah. But that didn't work out either. She did. Yeah. She said no. She said no but, beer. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny though. But you know what's funny about it? I look at that story, and all I can remember the key moments I remember are, of course, getting slapped, right? <laughs> right. But also having to fish out my two dollars from the opposite pocket. Yeah, yeah. So if if you guys listening can envision that, it's really a pain because you look totally. like a complete idiot trying yes. to do it. And if you have right. short arms like I do, you can never do it. I have like T-Rex arms. so Yeah, and you know, like I only have one usable hand, right? Right. So like every time I have to fish something out of a pocket with my right hand, that's 11 seconds and I'm not holding Jenny's hand. Exactly. Right? It's, I don't know. Now, now with, with the relatives that would spend time over there, like, was it both your, like your dad's and mom's side, right? Like, you know, it's funny. It was 99% my mom's side. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so that's, it's still kind of an issue today. I mean, they don't spend, I'm not saying an issue because they visit because they don't. I mean, some of those people are passed on. Yeah. Right. But it's still an issue today because when I talk to my mom about it, she always gets flustered and, and kind of angry. And she's like, they're my family and they're your family. You know? And yeah. she goes, and Hamad, you like visitors. And I do. I love visitors. Yeah. He goes, you like visitors. You love visitors. You know, what's wrong with it? And I said, hey, having a buddy visit for a week or two weeks is, is great. I love people. But 10 years? <laughs> I mean, 10 years. Now, the uncle that stayed with you, I'm assuming he had like a job and stuff, right? It's not like he was. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Now, it was your mom's side of the family when you told the story of when you went to Pakistan, how your grandfather was like, you see all this? This is going to be yeah. all yours. That was your side, that your mom's side of the family, right? Correct. Yeah. So like did everyone in that area go like, oh, we can all go to – I forget your mom's name, but um, – Shamiz. Yeah, we can, we can all go to Shamiz in the United States. Like and there was – I, I wonder if there was like a sign-up sheet or whatever like over there like, well, hey. See, here's what's interesting and, and I am going to get in trouble for this, but screw it. It doesn't matter, right? So here's what's interesting. My uncle – one of my uncles, who lives on the East Coast, yeah, they'd contact him first because, of course, the East Coast is closer. Right, right. And, and you know, New Jersey, New York are much bigger cities than Kansas. Sure. Oblin Park, Kansas, right? So my uncles, plural, in um, the East Coast would sponsor people to come to America. Okay. And then the second they got to the East Coast, they'd be like, oh, you, well, you guys can't stay here. Go see Shamim in Kansas. Oh, man. <laughs> so, it's not like there was an invitation. It's not like we called people and said, hey, come and live with us for five years. So then how, they, so then how did your dad, I mean, your dad seems like a, he's, I've talked to him, he seems awesome, but he's, he also seems like a quiet guy. 
So what my do you, dad is really what do you, quiet. What do you and like my mom s- is like me. My mom is like loud, very, very loud, and and very outgoing. What do, what do you like? What do you suffer silently, kind of thing? Like oh, it, you know, people in my house and don't want them here, but I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, yeah, probably. And the funny thing is, yeah. It's kind of funny because I don't want to turn this into me hating my family, which I clearly don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. And, and you know one thing that how I justified it, there's a lot of dark stuff that happened. I mean the one I just shared was like the lightest, most G-rated thing that ever happened. <laughs> there's I, – I, I, no, I'm serious. I mean I also lived with a – I spent eight years with a severe alcoholic yeah, and yeah. a drug user. Yeah. And I shared a bedroom with that person. Right. Right. Yeah. So that was much harder. Yeah. You know, just getting slapped over a root beer. That's that's kind of easy. Yeah. The, in, the funny thing is. The interesting, weird, funny thing is the woman who slapped me, my aunt who slapped me yeah. over the root beer. Yeah. Is the mother of the cousin that I spent eight years with. Oh, wow. So she was that, uh, you know, adamant against, you know, well, I know that's part of like your kind of your culture and religion, too. So. Uh, not, right. not your religion per se, but like Islam. So, my culture's, yeah. my culture's yeah. religion. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's pretty wild. And the funny thing is, man, I don't know, Johnson. I hope this podcast doesn't come out as, as me trying to be mean. But I'm just trying is. to share how difficult it is being A, a young kid, B, a minority in Kansas, C, a disabled minority in Kansas, and D, somebody that's really trying to slide into American culture and just be another American kid. Yeah. And and then is doused with all of this Pakistani stuff that I'm fighting with. Because on one hand, I'm just, just trying to be just anyone else in America. Yeah. Well, it's funny, and too. Then, I, can't yeah. ima- I can't imagine, like, a situation like yours happening, like, today, like... Man, I would I would feel really bad for your aunt. Like so much stuff would come down on her if like she slapped like even if it is her nephew, she slapped someone in public like that. Man, that would oh. uh, that that wouldn't go over well. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean, and, and and I think that's a good thing, don't you? Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, it's it's just it's crazy to see like how much has drastically changed, even in well, I guess forty years is a decent amount of time, but. Yeah, you know, but I think a lot has drastically changed in the last eighteen months. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Did now now did like when obviously you had to go home after that episode and your aunt went home. Like what what was I mean, did your mom know that <laughs> like did your aunt talk to your mom? Did you talk okay. to your mom? So my my aunt went home feeling horrible. Yeah. She thought I was gonna like tear in and I loved her. She was great. I mean I had no issues with her at all. She's wonderful. Yeah. Right. And she just passed away uh, a handful of months ago, but mm. she was an awesome person, right? Yeah. So she was all worried that I was going to go yell at my mom, which is her sister. Yeah. Right? And when I came home, we're all at dinner, and they go, I, you know, I can't keep, I can't keep things quiet, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, Mom, Dad, you got to hear what happened today. And I was telling them the story for them to feel sorry for me. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I went in to go get a Dr. Pepper. They didn't have any Dr. Pepper, so I ordered a root beer, and she slapped me across the face. And the second I said that, my parents looked at her, and my sisters looked at her, 
And then everyone looked at me yeah. and everyone started laughing <laughs> <laughs> really hard. And I'm like, why are you laughing? She slapped me twice. And then they, they started laughing even harder than the first time, right? They're like, she slapped you twice over root beer. That's funny. Right? So then we let it go, and now it's just a famous family story of uh, Hamad getting slapped over root beer. Did did she, was she laughing too? Was she she wasn't? I'm assuming she. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was laughing so hard she started crying, and she's like, "I'm so sorry," because I didn't ever get mad at her. I knew it was just a mistake. Right, right, yeah. But she's like, "God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Did I hurt you? Did I hurt you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you did. You slapped me twice. What <laughs> <laughs> you hurt me." Right. Oh man, that is awesome! <laughs> and yeah, and funny. and even like you know back, I would say back then. I mean, maybe it wasn't necessarily culturally. I would I would say even here in America in the you know nineteen eighty, I I would I think I mean I was too too young. I was only two, but I can remember even at an earlier age, like a little bit older than that, family members could you know discipline. Oh yeah, kids that oh, yeah. weren't their kids. You know, I had. I had aunts and uncles I was terrified of. They'd be like, don't you dare, you know, like they, you know, so it's like back then it's like you just respected all of your elders because all of them could take a crack at you if you, if you stepped true. out of line, you know? No, it's true. And you know one before, since we're talking about McDonald's, the one funny thing, and this is like an old tired joke and every Pakistani ever has dealt with this yeah. when they're, when they're um, relatives visit. You know, McDonald's in Pakistan, they don't sell hamburgers. They sell beef burgers. Okay. You know, because Muslims don't eat Right, ham. they don't eat, yeah, right. Even right? though it's ham, it's not really ham. <laughs> it's not really ham, it's beef, right? Yeah. It's beef. But when they go to McDonald's in America and you're like, yeah, give me a hamburger. They're like, no ham, right? That goes on and on and on. So well, when, you go to Pakistan, when you go to Pakistan and if you go to McDonald's – Hamburgers not even on the menu. Yeah, in, in, in India they don't even have beef. It's either lamb or sheep burgers at McDonald's. Right, exactly. They, they, exactly. The cow is like sacred over there. So, you know, it's funny, and I'll wrap up this on this next quick story because it's ridiculous. But um, I've gone to the Berlin Film Festival a lot, mm. and I was back there. I don't know, in two thousand eight or nine, and. Oh, in Berlin, a lot of the McDonald's are open 24 hours. Okay. So we, after a screening at the Berlin Film Festival, me and a couple of buddies rolled into McDonald's. So I got my fish fillet. There you go. And and they got their uh, – and my Dr. Pepper with no eyes because Europe doesn't have eyes. That's fine. And it's kind of weird. Like you have to ask for ice, and if they give it to you, they give you like two cubes. I'm like, I mean ice <laughs> all like the top, right? So anyway – we go and get it, and then after I get my fish fillet, the the guy behind the counter says in English, because you know most Europeans yeah. speak English. Yeah. He goes, "Well, which cup would you like?" And I didn't realize that if I bought a fish fillet, I got a special, like coffee mug. Oh, okay. And then like, just give me any cup, right? And he gives me a cup, and I still have it. I'm actually going to take a picture of it and then put it on our website. <laughs> It it says fucker straub on it. Okay. Right? F U C K E R and then S T R A U B E or something like that. Okay. And he handed it to me and it's like three in the morning, right? And I look at this and I'm at McDonald's with a cup that says fucker straub. <laughs> and I'm like, fucker straub, this is awesome. And 
that dude got so mad. He goes, it's not what you think. It means something in German. And I said, yeah, I don't care what it means. It's awesome. It's totally like you can tell me what it means. That's fine. But it's still awesome. I don't care what it means. <laughs> I don't care what it means. It's great. It says fucking straw on it. Did, did he tell you what it actually meant? He did. And honestly, I, I forget what it meant. So when I when we post this podcast, yeah. I'm going to go downstairs and take a picture of that cup. That's funny. And then put, put the picture on, um, you know, Man. the podcast. That's kind of wild, huh? Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And oh, one last thing. And I... I mean, no disrespect to McDonald's, none at all, because I love McDonald's. I don't eat meat anymore, but I still get my fish fillet at McDonald's. That's all right. That stuff isn't really meat, anyways. Yeah, no, but <laughs> no, no disrespect to McDonald's. But can I tell you why I loved McDonald's growing up? Yeah. Tell, take a guess why. <sighs> Milkshakes? I don't know. Whopper? I mean, not Whopper, Big Mac. For some reason, Jonathan, and I don't know why. And, you know, people at McDonald's are going to not like this, but it's true. For some reason, their hamburgers stick together really, really well. Yeah. Right? I don't know if it's like back in the 70s, them just sitting under heat lamps or what it was. But they stuck together really well. So it was super easy to eat with one hand. Oh, right. Yeah. And they, it never fell apart. Yeah, they're not messy at all, which is kind of... They're, they're not messy at all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if I went to Wendy's, which I actually liked more than McDonald's, it'd get all over the place because right. they were all like fresh and you know what I mean? Yeah, they're all fresh. Right. <laughs> anyway, on that note, I don't want to get sued. I love McDonald's. On that note, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I just wanted to share a little culture, culture clash with yeah, you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So you want to check us out, go to limpingoncloud9.com. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, all those fun places, every podcast app possible on Android and iPhone. And also check out lonelysealfilmfestival.com. I think, believe there, as of today, there's like 18 days left to submit your film or your, or your screenplay. So check that out, lonelysealfilmfestival.com. Yeah, and on a side note, let me just say that we have a nice amount of submissions, but if you guys haven't checked out what we're giving away, we're giving away quite a substantial in-kind package. Right. It's pretty substantial. Yeah. So, and, you know, we don't have 10,000 applicants, right? So, so if you guys are win. out there and you're thinking about applying, you really should because, yeah. you know... The pool is smaller than Sundance, but the prizes are pretty good. Exactly. Exactly. And on that note, we'll talk to you next episode. See ya.